Yeah. Yeah. Jersey Jew, the Red Pill Party podcast. It's uh, Saturday, the 18th, 12.33 for me right now. I may do something long. I may not. You know what I mean? I just felt like recording. Now, I'm driving back. I got back from work uh, before 12. I decided I needed a pack of cigarettes. I needed some cigars because I do have some sticky icky with me. And it's a shitty day. Of course, you know what I mean? Working, doing the eight and hitting the gate. Monday through Friday, I figure Saturday will be a good day. Take a ride. You know what I mean? Wash my car. Go to the car wash. I still may have to go to the car wash later on just to clean out the inside of the car. So I may still do that later. But other than that, man, Monday through fucking Friday, beautiful weather. Had to work 2.30 to 10.30. Saturday comes, shitty weather, and I'm stuck doing nothing. Mission failed. So... Here I am. There was a lot of things that I talked about last night, last night's episode with the Freestyle Friday that I'm going to still elaborate on because I didn't get a chance to fully elaborate. Also, just, you know, other things that I wanted to mention. I didn't I didn't really get a chance to speak on it. I spoke a little bit on the Sigma male mindset and the lone wolf mindset didn't go 100 percent in with that. And I have a topic for today slash tonight. See, I might have to do a two-part with this one. Because uh, there actually is a topic that I want to speak on. While you as a man are on your purpose, she'll stay on her phone. We're going to be talking about that as well. We might do a lot of this shit later on. I... um. As I was talking about before, I was currently um, driving, well, I'm currently driving now from spot that I usually get food at, right? And I really can't stand women who talk loud, Like, like purposely, obnoxiously loud. There is absolutely nothing less attractive than a loud mouth bitch. <laughs> nothing worse. I'm telling y'all. You know what I mean? I'm I go I go to my bagel shop in my city. I wouldn't name it and give it a plug, but there's a lot of weirdos on here, so I go to the bagel shop, you know what I mean? I get something very unique, which was a pork roll egg and cream cheese, not cheese, cream cheese on a French toast bagel, which by the way is slamming. I'm, my mouth is watering thinking about eating this bitch right now. But this bagel shop is very popular in my city, right? It's one of the, it's one of the places that is guaranteed to be packed whatever time it is. 
the place can just open or the place can be an hour away from closing and you'll still have the same line, right? So I show up and, you know, there's a lot of people. You know, it's like, it's jam-packed in this motherfucker, right? Jam-packed. So now, you know, I wait a little bit, very crowded. I order my food. And the place is so small that once you order your food, the only place you can go is to the back, you know, pretty much against the fucking wall, against where all the, the juices and beverages is at. So you already got a crowded ass building, right? Funky ass motherfuckers just standing around. And then... I'm about to order my sandwich, and then here comes these loud-ass white women. You see, me, I don't discriminate. A loud black bitch is just as terrible as a loud white bitch. No difference. They don't even fucking, like, they don't even have consideration or the idea that, number one, you don't give a fuck about what they're talking about. We're not simply, we're simply not, we don't give a fuck about participating in your conversation so why be so loud and just like problematic everywhere you go see a lot of guys will say oh well you know you just be talking about you just be talking about black bitches that's what they'll tell me oh you just talking about the black bitch oh you put white bitches on a pedestal I don't put white bitches on I don't put white bitches on shit These white bitches are going to get the fucking smoke, too. These white bitches are going to get sautéed and grilled and flame broiled as well. Because these bitches... See, it used to be... And I wonder if people really paid attention to this shit or not, right? So I'm just pulling up. I want to roll this weed, but... I don't know. I might have to eat something first. But... If you noticed... When it came to fashion, right, and, and, like, the social norms, white people have been sort of, white people have been sort of the architects, right? They became the prototypes to fashion and to media and hair and makeup. But after a while, the attitudes from a lot of these white bitches, they almost tried to impersonate these fucking black destructive women. And I, I'm trying to figure out why. Is it is it because these white bitches want black dick? Because all they got to do is be themselves. <laughs> Listen, uh, white women, I'll give y'all some advice. You don't got to do much to get a black eye. You do understand that. See, black men, in a lot of ways, we are too simple for our own good. We are too simple. We are too simple. We just want bitches to do the bare minimum and none of these bitches are able to do it. So where all the simps and these sort of nice guy type of dudes, they get involved and they're all in. They settle in for for low hanging fruit. They're essentially signing up for failure. See, single mothers don't realize that they're failures. There's no nice way to put it. You are a failure. You failed, um, 
You failed in so many ways that you won't even recognize them. You won't even recognize your failures because you're told not to have self-accountability. So therefore, a lot of guys just aren't going to deal with you. Black, white, Hispanic. And this is mainly towards black women because we still have to talk about um, the educated woman. And because women consider themselves the most educated, this message is mostly for them. Okay? I had to pack these cigarettes, man. Y'all niggas know what the fucking deal is. We might do a two-part today. I'm letting y'all know. I'm coming with that energy. I'm coming with that fire. I don't have any um, anything that I really have to do today. So I have a good amount of time. But hold up. Yeah. Yeah, we got time today. We got time today. We didn't have time before, but we sure as fuck got some time today. We definitely got some time today. We got to we got to clean off the pews, we got to clean off the books. You know what I mean? We got to we got to clean out the 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 pulpit area cuz we about to start once again flame blowing these bitches and taking y'all niggas to church. Um, while you as a man get on your purpose, I want you to pay attention to the things and the people around you, right? You'll find a lot of other guys. Well, then again, you might not find them because they're always busy. See, I used to be an easy person to reach. You can't easily reach me anymore. Even if I'm close by, because time is essentially money. And that goes with friendship. That goes with relationships. See, a bitch believes that because of her education, right? And because of her career, she dominates men. This goes back to a lot of women simply wanting to compete. These women simply want to compete they want to compete not with men they don't want to team up with a man and better each other because that never happens and see guys that will say oh i'm looking for a woman to build with that's corny to me the only thing you can't even build listen men men (laughs) men of the fellowship i want y'all niggas to understand You can't even build dialogue and conversation with some of these women. Let alone a relationship, let alone whatever people believe in when it comes to marriage. You know, I know my audience is a bunch of young niggas that don't give a fuck. You know why? Because I'm an older nigga that don't give a fuck. So... The people are going to resonate with who they relate to. It just so happens that the 23 to 27 year old demographic is my audience. So I have to 
I don't cater because this, this shit come natural any fucking way. I just have to package it different. Because I know a lot of you niggas ain't going to sit back and let a nigga talk monotone and try to teach you a thing or two about game. It's not happening. Take that old shit. Take that old shit and go somewhere with that. You see? Like, we talk... Matter of fact, I had a conversation yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes, it was. Friday. With my homeboy. He usually comes through. Or I usually go up there. We have dialogue, chop up games, speak business, and that's it, right? And yesterday we had a conversation about the community, right? Or this fascination or this idea with bettering the community. If you're a person who's not bettering himself, how the fuck are you going to better a fucking community? Let's talk about it. And see, this is something where black women will never understand this because they've never been personally criticized for what they do and how they do it. They're women. They can do absolutely nothing, right? They can do absolutely nothing and expect everything. A man got to bring in the work. A man got to put in the work. So when these black women look into what is called the educated lames, they will, in one hand, say a man is a lame for wanting to further his education and get out of the street. But then later on, these bitches do the same thing and they deserve, they feel that they deserve credibility. Hey, yo, shout out Minister Jap. We don't give a fuck about your education, women. I don't even think, now that I think about it, on a traditional level, I don't think that 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 traditional men give a shit about a woman's education. I really do. Like, think about, and I think this is the reason why traditionalism gets that bad rap or had that bad rap. When a man was working, a man was working, right? So a man had to provide. He got up. He went to work. He did what he had to do. The woman stayed at home, took care of the kids, and therefore she got taken care of in the process. Now, I don't know what happened. I think women just decided to be hoes, like legitimately decided, hey, we're going to take the whole route. And I think ever since then, any idea of a man thinking about traditionalism is a fucking joke. I do. I talk about new age traditionalism because I almost. It's it's like a parody of what you would consider traditionalism, except the parody is real fucking life. And guys who have that traditional mindset, we have to be ready to tolerate and deal with and possibly vet these women. That's that's the reality of the shit. Right. And in the community, traditionalism in a black community, conservatism in the black community is like the Negro's kryptonite. We talk about self-accountability or Kevin Samuels talked about self-accountability being the female's kryptonite. And I'm going to tell you right now. Conservatism. Right. Conservatism, free thinking is kryptonite in the black community.
And that's just the fucking truth. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's cool to be like one of those guys who say, nah, that's not true. We got brothers everywhere doing this and that. That's not happening. And the reason why it's not happening is look at the old heads. Old heads don't do shit in the community. But sit back and talk about the next young nigga not doing something right. And when you look at these niggas at the age that they're talking about these kids being, most of these niggas were incarcerated, addicted to drugs, and straight up criminals. Straight straight up criminals and wannabe players and wannabe max. These niggas are the simps, the new simps of the century. These old niggas were the ones who passed on the stepdaddy energy. They passed it on. Oh, you got to provide. You got to do this. You got to do that for a woman. For what? Why? Give me a reason why. Give me women that actually go along with a traditional role. And then those women will get that. These bitches, these hoes aren't getting no extra treatment. These bitches aren't getting dealt with with kid gloves. We treating these women just like men because they want to be equal. Well, here you have it, bitch. You're welcome. You're welcome. But anyway, I'm on my bullshit, man. I didn't even really start an introduction. We started off with the organs. So I'm going to start off with some Sunday school, even though it's Saturday. Start with some beats, some horns, and then we're going to jump right the fuck back in. Y'all need this treatment. Y'all need the treatment. Y'all need the treatment. Y'all, y'all need it. Y'all women out there really need to listen. Y'all really need to pay attention. You see, when you decided to better your career, when you decided to better your education, when you decided niggas ain't shit, you went against your nature. You went against nature. Women were the ones to go against their sexual nature first. Once they decided to go out and sport fuck as many guys as they wanted, traditionalism and the idea of a gentleman should no longer exist. I'm going to say this again. A gentleman today, a gentleman in today's society is a goddamn fool. A fool. Listen. We hear this all the time. We hear these women in which the only thing that I can come up with with the reason why they do this, they're either bipolar or they have schizophrenia because one minute 
they're out here getting pumped and dumped by Chads and Tyrones, left and right, right? The next stage of their life, they actually sit back and talk about how a man can benefit them. You, you bitches been benefiting the wrong guys. You've been sport fucking the wrong guys. See, they don't sport fuck betas. Think about this. Now, really think about this for a second, guys. They don't sport fuck betas. They don't sport fuck men who got their own shit going on. And betas, as much as people want to talk about them, when it comes to the dating world, those are the guys who are the most established. This is the reason why these bitches go back to the beta male when they find everything has has began to uh, decrease in their dick obtaining department. All of a sudden, their stock has went low. Their stock has dropped. Their sexual market value stock has dropped. So where do these women go? Well, they go back to the nice guys, right? They go back to these to these beta males because they look at them as providers. They were always looked at as providers. It was just these women who were strong and independent. They were too busy being fucking problematic and just publicly rude in general to really notice. So yeah, she'll sport fuck a couple guys. She'll pretend that it never happens, but unfortunately... Her actions is is being viewed and is seen by millions on social media. So for the women who sit around, right, and they talk about what a guy should have, and you bitches don't even have jobs, a lot of you bitches don't even have $5 to your name, and you talking about what a man can do for you, you can't do shit for a man because you can't do a goddamn thing for yourself. And then you got the women. And see, this is see, this is the interesting thing, right? You don't really see bad bitches working at uh, warehouses, right? Do you do you see bad bitches working in warehouses? Do you see bad bitches picking up, uh, um, doing heavy lifting? Do you see bad bitches climbing up and down a ladder? No, you don't. Do we see a lot of female construction workers? Do we see a lot of female electricians? Do we see um, we see more female cops? But I think that's more of a social statement than anything. But you don't see these things. But these are the women that tell you that they're fighting for equality. These places aren't, aren't going to stop from hiring you. But you women don't take the opportunity. But you want shit handed to you. So when all is said and done, when your career doesn't work out and you're in debt, you're in student loan debt, right? You then look for a man to save you. You don't look for a man as a life partner. You women, most of you women don't even look for men for boyfriends. You look for men for easy access to validation and easy access to resources. And then more importantly, it's the easy access of a man's time. You bitches come in. And you assassinate our time and energy. Fuck. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. And I'm going to be honest. When I didn't have much time on my hands, sure. 
when I wasn't better in myself, sure, I'll deal with a bottom feeding bitch because I know I'm in the same position. If I'm a guy, and this is why guys are more realistic. If I'm a guy who feels that I can only get with a certain type of women, I'm going to market myself for those certain types of women. I don't say, well, yeah, where's the nines and tens at? Where's the bad bitches at? Right? Because I know a lot of bad bitches aren't just walking around. They're not available like that. They're out and about. It's like these women want to look for high value men and think they're just going to find a high value man walking down the street. No, they're doing high value shit. They're at their high value, high end jobs. They're with their high end friends and associates. You're not going to be in that realm, ladies. A lot of you bitches will not be in that realm. And you want to know why? I'll tell you why. She belongs to the streets. Your lifestyle is strictly street shit. Street shit. That's that's your lifestyle. You hood booger bitches and you want to be hip, blizzard, uh, want to be black, white bitches. Y'all going to feel the fire soon. Y'all bitches are already burning up in y'all draws. Nasty bitches. Nasty hoes. Oh, well, I'm going I'm to get it how I get it. Shit, I don't need a man. If you don't need a man, why you sport fucking from one guy to another? Oh, I just wanted him. Okay. You must have wanted his resources. You must have wanted his seed. You must have wanted his money in the court system. Right? And you bitches, y'all keep following these women that do this shit. And y'all going to be in the same predicament. Y'all keep following these Britney Renners. And, and y'all will simply become, this is what you guys will become. You will become products of your environment. See, the reason why I don't fuck with a lot of the niggas here, it's because the environment's fucked up. And I don't fuck with a lot of people. So I stay to myself. Therefore, by staying to myself, I'm in my own company. You are the company you keep. I have a name. I have a brand. And I'm representing that shit. And I don't need a lot of fraudulent motherfuckers and a lot of goofy bitches in the corner. This is church. Church. Fuck. Fuck. We're not playing. This is the first 30 minutes right now. First 30 minutes in. The first 30 minutes. We are heating up. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> NBA jam shit. He's on fire. That's how I'm coming today. All right. This is the first part. Well, this isn't technically the first part, but I'm going to make this the first part because I got to eat. I'm hungry as fuck. I didn't eat this morning. I usually don't eat all day, but something really got me. I'm hungry as fuck. Luckily, I got this um, pork roll egg and cream cheese on a French toast bagel that I'm about to just destroy with no remorse. I'm going to smoke my blunt. And then I'm going to come back. But then again, you guys won't know the difference because, hey, 
this is all one recording. I'm not doing this in particular parts, although I might. Look, I might eat my sandwich and then go back on and light y'all niggas on fire for another three hours, but I'll have to break it down to an hour and a half each part. You know what I mean? Because that's how I'm doing it today. It is Saturday. I would. I wish I can say it's a beautiful day, but it's not. It's shitty. It's uh, gloomy, cloudy. It looked like it's going to rain, but it doesn't rain. It's one of those days. But we're going to keep that fire, and we're going to keep that heat, baby. Non-stop. You feel me? So, uh, yeah. You know. It's been like two hours. Has it been two hours? It's been about two hours. You know, I had to eat my sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Took my whip to the car wash. You know what I mean? I spent about, you likely to spend, if you really want your car clean, right? And see me, I don't, I don't want niggas touching my shit. I'm not taking my shit to the poppies up, up the street. You know what I mean? They charge a nigga arm and a leg to get a car wash and they don't even do it properly. You dig? You just better off going to a self-service. Now you're gonna spend, you're gonna break down like like ten dollars and quarters. You're gonna break down ten dollars and quarters. But it's well worth it. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like if you put in, I think if you put in five dollars, they give you ten minutes a service that you can use. So I put in like Twelve dollars and quarters, cause I want my shit done correct. You know what I mean? Let's light up this blunt that I rolled up, also. But we were talking about a lot of things, man. Luckily, today's a pretty chill day for me. Y'all still gonna get a lot of energy, so don't trip. Don't trip. I want to make sure I'm not just hot boxing my whip. But yeah, man, we were talking about a lot of things, but the one thing I want to touch upon is the idea that while you as a man, right, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do your nine to five. You got to do your eight and hit the gate, right? While you are on your purpose, most of these women ain't doing shit. Most of these women are not productive. They spend most of their time on their goddamn phones. And it, it really makes me wonder, like, what do these bitches really do? Like, we get the educated woman narrative. I don't agree with it, but I get it, you know. But what I don't get is, like, these bitches that sit around with nothing to offer and they spectate what a guy is doing and what he can produce for her. See, we as a man, we as men, we have to sit back. <coughs> and we got to start asking ourselves these tough questions. <coughs> Excuse me, man, this shit is hitting. Question number one, what does an educated woman have to offer a man today? Question number two, does that education that the woman has affects her in any positive way when it comes to her partner? 
And do these women that go after their careers, they focus on their education, right? They go after their careers, they focus on their education, but are they truly happy at the end of the day? Think about it. You see, because like it used to be where a lot of black content creators, they would compare the black women to the white women. But if you notice, it's all the same shit today. It's all the same. I talked about this shit earlier. You know, what I mean, I'm in I'm in the store. I'm not even in the store. I'm in the bagel shop. You know what I mean? Trying to get me something to grub on in the AM. Well, actually, not even. Afternoon tip, right? Get me a nice pork roll, egg, and cream cheese bagel on a French toast bagel, to be exact. I scarfed that shit up, tore it up, tore it down. And I got to hear loud, problematic females everywhere I fucking go. Seriously, think about it. Like... And it's funny because, like, like I said, you got a lot of black dudes that will pedestalize white women. And for one, and it is true what a lot of black people say, although it's not necessarily across the board. Black men don't date white women because of their looks. Black men date white women because of their attitude and presentation. Now, don't get me wrong. I like white bitches. Excuse me. I like white women. I like a beautiful white woman just like I like a beautiful black woman. But here's the difference. A beautiful white woman, she'll still be stuck up, but for the most part, she'll be presentable. A black woman, admiring a black woman is like admiring an exotic, dangerous animal, an endangered animal, an endangered species. But the popularity and just the attitude of the black women grow. You see, there was a time period when there was a movement going on, and I talked about this before, and I was behind it 110%. When these women, black women, women of color, began to protest the mainstream, protest Hollywood, protest the way that being they're being portrayed on television. And I got to give props and credit to those women that were brave enough to take a stand. Because remember, it's how you're being portrayed. Now, of course, they can say the same about us black men. But we have educated lames. We have squares, right? And these squares help equal or help balance these communities. If you didn't have any squares, then you wouldn't have much of an awakening when it comes to this type of information, because street niggas ain't paying attention to this. Hood niggas ain't paying attention to this. You know what I mean? It's That's just the facts. That's how it is. And I'm not, and I won't even try to aim my shit towards them. It's with my vernacular, you know, growing up in that environment, I just, I tend to talk in this tone. Especially when I'm about to cook a bitch up. I'm about to start cooking you hoes up. Mm-hmm. Y'all better... Y'all better ring the alarm. I'm coming through. I'm coming through. We not playing around anymore. We're tired of this shit. We're tired of this. (laughs) 
we, we have to ring the alarm. We're tired. We're tired of it. See, it's easy for a woman to sit back and complain about men all day. Because she knows that the majority of the men probably don't give a fuck about what she's talking about. And two, whatever she says, the sisterhood got her. Got her back. 100. A nigga like me start talking foul about these fucking egotistical, meaningless bitches. And I get under the, I get, I get, you know, the criticism. Or I just don't get support. I don't give a shit either way. You know what I mean? That's why I made the rational decision of not really putting my content and not really putting my thoughts on Facebook. Like, I, I'm not doing that. Like, that, to me, and I had to learn the hard way. Because, like I said, I started this shit on Facebook. I started talking about all this shit on Facebook. Not realizing that, number one, if I'm trying to build anything, the last place I'm going to use is Facebook. I don't communicate on Facebook. Or I don't convey my message on Facebook. I'll share it. I'll share my podcast that I did outside of Facebook. I used to do a lot of live videos. And boy, would I tell you, man, like. That was my, now that I think about it, that was like my golden years. You know what I'm saying? We all have our golden years, like our years where we had like most of our work or when it comes to our passions and hobbies. Back like 2016, 2015, like shit was really jumping off for me. And I continuously grinded on Facebook. Not with a podcast, just with live videos. And I was gaining an audience. And I wasn't just gaining a local audience. I don't give a fuck about locally. I'm trying to get the fuck out of the quote unquote local lifestyle. You know what I mean? I'm trying to travel the world, see different places. So whether I reach people in my area or not, it doesn't matter to me. I know that 2015, 2016, I was reaching people out of the state, other side of the country, people in Canada. Shit was real active. A nigga was real active back in the day. And now I have to start back from square one. But we're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that growth where even at the time, I I wasn't even paying attention to it. I don't even know how I wasn't. I just figured these were people from the state. You know what I mean? These were people locally. I didn't know. Now that I think about it, a lot of those people were the ones that really stepped in. They were the ones that really gave the ideas and they're the ones that really inspired me to keep doing what I'm doing. So wherever these people are at, I lost contact with them ever since, you know, I stopped the whole operation on Facebook. I salute to those people. We're talking about niggas from the Bronx. I had niggas from the Bronx checking me out. I had niggas from Phoenix, Arizona checking me out. I had, um, my one boy, Thomas Carter from Tennessee, he was checking me out. He wasn't only checking me out, but he was sharing it with his group of people. So then all of the other people that came along was because of people like him. It wasn't because local niggas, people that I quote unquote know, they don't give a shit about what I talk about. They don't. That's the reality. And like when I really got into this red pill shit, I already knew that I was going to lose half of the people. 
I knew it. But I said to myself, well, this is a risk I'm willing to take because these are the subjects and the topics that I feel are really needed for discussion. You know what I mean? That's like... That's like hip-hop, right? Like, I'm a hip-hop commentator. Or I want to be a hip-hop commentator. Right? And I look up to people like DJ Academics. Or I look up to people like... Who else can I use? There's not many people that I know that's really in the industry or that's outside of the industry, that speaks on the industry, besides DJ Academics. That's just my opinion. But let's just say I'm on that route. But all of my content, right, all the videos I talk about, I just mimic DJ Academics. Not only do I mimic DJ Academics, but I pretend that I came up with the shit. So when you guys hear me on the podcast, I always tell you, um, Rolo Tomasi, Coach Greg Adams, uh, Minister Jap, Donovan Sharp, Kevin Samuels, Better Bachelor, Casual Bachelor, Black Ram 313, Dinkin' Man's Templar, Obsidian, um, all of these other content creators, these are the people that I've gotten my insight from. So when I do a topic and I use a terminology from somebody, I acknowledge the person that I use the terminology from. You feel me? That way, a nigga can't say, I'm, I'm not dick riding anybody. I just see these people as very insightful. So I may take a portion from this content creator because it resonates with me and I can relate to it and I can give my spin or my variation of that. Because essentially, that's all we're doing in the Red Pill community. I don't think a lot of people tend to realize that where... You may have never heard a person say it, but you're pretty sure somebody had said the things that you said before. I talked about it before with uh, Red Pill Game, RPG. Shout out to Steph is Cold. Once again, excellent content creator. I think he's up He's up to like 320-something thousand uh, subscribers. I want to give a shout out to Darius M. I tend to go back and forth with him on uh, social media a lot. He's from Chicago. He has the Darius M podcast the Darius M channel on YouTube. And cats like him are representations of us. I'm 33 years old. But age age is relatable, meaning to have someone who's around your age speaking the truth is something that's you know that's something to really that you'll pay attention to a lot more than maybe somebody who's older. Because in your mind, you figure somebody who's older has it all figured out. Uh-uh. Nope. See, I talked about this shit before. Old heads getting getting old advice from old niggas. Old heads giving old head advice, old nigga advice. And we've been told in our communities... And it doesn't matter who's listening. Black, white, Hispanic. It's been nationally known in our communities to respect our elders. We have been told this on numerous occasions. Respect 
our elders. But do I want you guys to really think about it. Do these elders have any respect for us? Better yet, do these elders have any respect for themselves? Everybody who looks for a leader is weak. Anybody who looks for a leader other than Yahweh Shem, Yahweh Shai, Yahweh Shem, Bahawah Shai, Yahweh, the Lord Christ, God, Allah. If you're looking for a leader other than the Most High, you are a weak-minded individual. Now, I say this boldly, and I say this sincerely through what we would see in the black community as what people would say, lack of leadership. In reality, it's lack of fathers. I don't want to hear anybody communicate with me and say, we have a problem with mentorship or, or we have a problem <clears throat> with leadership in the community. We don't have a problem with leadership. There's a lot of leadership in the black community. There's the drug dealer, there's the gang member, the whoremonger, AKA the pimps. Those have became the mentors. There's no problem with leadership. No. Mm -mm. It's what I hear a lot where you have a lot of these ass backwards black women. These are the women who talk about why niggas are lame, niggas who's educated are lame. Oh, he works all the time, he's a square. And then they'll get mad when that guy decides to date a non-black woman. Now, you know, when they see when they see a nigga um, arms around a white chick smiling, walking down the street, these bitches get very angry. Very uneasy. Very uneasy. And I always say to myself, well, what's the big deal? You just said that the nigga was lame. You just said that the nigga's corny. You say that he dressed funny. But these be the same bitches cackling and complaining that he's fucking with a white chick. I mean, he ain't going to sit here and deal with y'all. Just, just the level of testosterone. Like some of these women have male hormones naturally within them. And it, and, and it overtakes any idea of femininity that these bitches truly have. Any thought, gone. See, we always, the narrative, the red, black, and green narrative, right? And shout out to the real red, black, and green. I don't fuck with you pro-blacks. But you red, black, and green brothers, I salute. You Black Lives Matter individuals, y'all need to do y'all research. Y'all need to do y'all research and then come back to me with some form of discussion. Um, black women have this tendency, right? Where niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't this, niggas ain't that, that nigga's gay, that nigga's lame, whatever. Until we start fucking with bitches outside of the race, then these women get possessive. What happened to our black men? 
<laughs> Hold up. These women go from this nigga's lame, this nigga's a goofy, this nigga's corny, this nigga's an educated lame, till a white chick comes into his life, right? And is not as problematic. These bitches are still problematic. Don't get it twisted. They're just more presentable. More presentable, less problematic. That's that's what most white women represent to a lot of black men. And this doesn't have to do this doesn't even have to do with attraction. This doesn't even have to be men and women in a couples matter. This is men and women on an interaction basis. You go into a store. Or you call customer service and a black woman answers the phone, you already know it's going to be some bullshit. You already know. You go into DMV. Y'all niggas go into, uh, you know, drivers, motor vehicles, buildings. And I don't mean DMV, Delaware, um, Maryland, Virginia. I mean, you know, motor vehicle place. But shout out to the DMV for sure. But... You go to the DMV. And see, this is the thing that always gets me with black women, right? These black women claim to be so down with the cause, right? But when they get the opportunity, they'll be right in those state buildings. They'll be right underneath the white man serving him. When it comes to you serving you as a man, they'll look at you like you bump your fucking head. So you're not going to get, <laughs> this is the reality too. And see, I know a lot of women are going to be mad, but check this out. Like I said, you go into the DMV. All right. Go into the DMV and see who's behind the counters. A lot of women, preferably a lot of black women, preferably a lot of loud black women. Loud problematic black women that work at customer service and that work behind the counter and they show more dedication to a job than they will ever show dedication to any man or in any relationship while you as a man stay on your purpose Pay attention to the women around you. All right? See what the fuck they're doing. Because they'll tell you, as a man, you shouldn't or you can't complain about women today. You can't speak your mind truthfully about modern day women. But these women lie to themselves every day. They look at themselves as if they're God's gift to earth. They look at themselves like they're capable for high value men. In reality, these are low value women and future single mothers. Period. Facts. They tell men, they tell guys like me, I can't complain. I can't say nothing about what's going on. But I'm actually one of the niggas out here that's actually working. I'm actually the niggas out here doing the work, putting in the effort versus bitches who have 
less than $5 to their name with absolutely nothing to offer, they will stay on their cellular, they will stay on their cellular phones, they will bicker back and forth amongst one another, and they will talk about how niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't this, niggas ain't that. Then who was your baby father? If niggas ain't shit, who was the baby father? Oh, he wasn't shit. Then, bitch, what does that say about you? What does that say about you? See, me, I have what is called, ladies, and you can say it with me nice and slow, self-accountability. And having self-accountability is me saying bitches ain't shit, but I wasn't shit for dealing with a lot of these bitches. See, niggas don't have a problem saying that they fucked up. They failed something. They missed an opportunity to do something. They should have did this. They should have done that. And a lot of men, or not even a lot, some of those men actually take the time and the consideration to better themselves via self-development. Whether it's going to the gym. A lot of these niggas, right? I talked about this before. These skinny jean wearing niggas. Correction. These fat skinny jean wearing niggas. Fat niggas with skinny jeans on. Coming up to you, asking you, where's the bitches at? Nigga, if I knew where women were at, a nigga who's out of shape with skinny jeans on would be the last person I would share intel with. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. But yo... You can't tell, just like you can't tell these bitches nothing, you can't tell some of these niggas shit. Their future tricks, their future tricksters, their future uh, stepdaddies, their longtime, lifelong simps in the making, and you just got to let niggas do what they do. You better off saving, you better off trying Attempting to save a hoe than save a simp. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Not to say that I would ever save a hoe. But we all had those situations, man. Especially you costume alphas. You guys out here like Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Y'all need to sit down somewhere. Get tired of hearing y'all niggas. Be honest. Be getting tired of hearing y'all niggas. Sorry if I'm taking my uh, long pauses. I'm smoking this fucking blunt. High as a fucking astronaut. I'm like high as an astronaut. Serious biz. I'm that high. I'm high as fuck right now. I'm going to try to stay on subject, but yo. This shit got me in another fucking galaxy. Do I have Nate Dog? Lucky I don't have Nate Dog. If Nate Dog's on here... Um, where's the homie Nate, man? 
I got to reorganize my sounds, man. I be having my sounds all fucked up. I got this uh, soundboard app, and I swear to God, I have at least 115, um, you know, sound bites and shit. And I try to organize. Oh, there he is. There he is. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Smoke weed every day. Oh my God. We just reached the fourth dimension. We just reached the fourth fucking dimension. I'm high as a kite. And I want to address something too. If I can get the manosphere attention real quick. Hold up. Let me um let me wake some of y'all niggas up because we on fire today. One more time, we on fire. Wake y'all up real quick. So me, I smoke weed, bro. Like, that's what I do. You feel me? I don't judge anybody for what the fuck they do. If if a nigga's productive, you have to understand something. There's a lot of us men who smoke cannabis who are very um, productive throughout the day. We're either working or we're working on our hobbies and our passions. It's not just a drug. You just smoke and do nothing all day. I get tired of that shit. A lot of you niggas be sober as a fucking priest, bringing nothing to society, and you know it, and you talking about a nigga smoking a blunt. A nigga will literally sit back and see, this is what bothers me. Men got to stay the fuck out of each other's business, bro. If a nigga likes to sit back, smoke weed, relax, and he works the nine to five, he does the eight to 12 hours, leave niggas the fuck alone, bro. Just because a lot of y'all niggas can sit back and record videos all day and you got yourself, you know, your base of people. Don't look at other people as less than you. Because they do things differently. It's like niggas niggas want a bunch of clones, bro. They just want clones. Motherfucker that does things differently, steps outside the box. These be the first niggas that be talking shit, bro, like Soon as you step outside the box and do something different, there's two things gonna happen. Either niggas is gonna dick ride you. Niggas love dick riding on the low, right? Real shit. Niggas love to dick ride on the low. I said it before, I got a lot of secret fans out there. And shout out to y'all. Y'all have nothing to be ashamed of. I just find it funny that a lot of y'all niggas don't be showing y'all faces. And this goes out to a lot of the YouTube content creators, too. A lot of y'all niggas don't be showing y'all faces anyway. And, you know, although 
I would consider that the safer route. If you out here setting these bitches on fire, and if you out here going in on bitches, I feel it's a requirement that you have to reveal your face. If not, I'm going to think you're an agent. That's how that shit works. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas be insightful. It's just you don't know who the fuck they are. See me, I'm, I'm going to be a voice and a face. The voice is more presentable <laughs> and more appealing than the face. But that's not the purpose. The purpose is to let niggas know, like, yo, you're not dealing with a blank face. You're not dealing with a blank face. You're not dealing with an avatar. You dig? You're not dealing with an avatar. Although you're dealing with somebody who's can be, who can be considered very animated. You feel me? Niggas ain't playing games. Niggas ain't playing around. It's Saturday. I worked this morning. And <coughs> three and a half hours at the job. Easy money. On top of the easy money that I'm already getting throughout the fucking week of working. You know what I mean? Going in, clocking in, making three hours of work, stretch out for eight hours. As I always say, do my eight, hit the gate. Keep the money coming. Keep it coming. The podcast, same momentum, same energy. Because like I said, I was doing this shit. I didn't do it. I wasn't coming at it with as much energy as I am now, but I was still doing it when I didn't have shit. You feel me? I ain't have shit. Shit, I ain't have anything. Working the same hours damn near, getting damn near, ha getting half of what I'm making now. Getting half of what I am making now. Working the same amount of hours, dealing with worse people. I haven't met a person at this new job that I disliked yet. Facts. Less problematic workplace. Less stressful workplace. I go I go by the clock, so I have a routine hour by hour. Especially if I'm recording. <clears throat> if I'm doing a podcast or if I'm doing an episode, I want everything done by 7.30. I come in at 2.15 or I punch in at 2.15. I leave at 10.15. By the time it's 7 o'clock to 7.30, I have everything that I need done besides a few, a few things. A few things that I know if I finish recording early, I still have enough work for me to do that will take up enough time. So I'm not just sitting down. But when I have to sit down, I design logos or I make beats. So a lot of people don't know I'm very productive. And I don't have to be seen outside or seen around the block to be productive these that's the difference between me 
and like your stereotypical everyday Negro. A nigga has the terminology or the fascination of being outside. Or being off the porch. Right? That's the fascination. I'm outside. Off the porch. Doing what? (laughs) See, that's the question it really boils down to, right? We outside. I'm outside right now. I'm in my car. I'm in my car on the block. But there's niggas on the block. Niggas be outside. See, I already know. As I got older, being out here ain't really ain't really shit. I be in a workplace because I know it's money involved with that. Being out here, there's no money involved. I don't sell drugs. I don't shame people who do because niggas got to make their money. I already know how the world works. So you're not dealing with a fucking pastor or a religious leader or any former leader whatsoever. I'm just your average everyday sinner, but with a fucking, with a free thought, with a mind. You feel me? And with me, like I said before, like that, the race shit, come on, man. I'm going to, in life, I already know, and it's already happened where I've had more productive, meaningful conversations with people outside of A, my community, or B, outside of my race. And that's the truth. That doesn't mean we're dumb. I'm not saying that we as a people are dumb. We just choose to not show our intelligence. (laughs) We'll hide our intelligence. That's what we do. If we have something truthful or meaningful to say, we almost have to dumb it down for our fellow comrades to understand. That's really the reality of it. It says nothing to do with stupidity. It's this display of intelligence. I think this goes right back to what we were talking about earlier with the quote unquote educated lame. Fuck it, I'm gonna take a drive. This is the educated lame, right? Nigga thinks for himself. Nigga's not uh Participating with, you know, conversations, meaningless discussions with bitches. Nigga has a career. Nigga literally has a livelihood. He has a legitimate means of income. Oh, he's a lame. Ain't nobody fucking with him. He come back with a bitch. He come back with a bitch that looked like. I'm trying to think of like a white, super attractive white woman. Who's a super attractive white woman? I'm trying to think. I always thought Scarlett Johansson was was bad. Imagine like, so so the nigga's been told by bitches, right? By black bitches. Not black women in particular, but black bitches. Hood boogers. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, he's a lame. He's educated. He has a career. These women mock and make fun of educated black men and it would just so happen that these same black bitches today will call themselves the most educated when it comes to schools and careers and my question is if you don't give a shit about an educated lame quote-unquote a black man getting his education why the fuck should a nigga from the hood 
or even a nigga from the suburbs give a shit about your fucking education. Come on, ladies. But see, there's but see, there lies the problem as a whole. These bitches don't really think about what they say. They really don't. It's like the whole strong and independent narrative. Okay. So let's just say you are strong and independent. Let's just say you are what you say you are. Why do you expect men to want that? Why do you expect men to want opponents rather than partners? The modern day women, these bitches today would rather be opponents of you than partners with you. They will rather be opponents than partners. And once you fully understand what I just said, everything will all make sense. You won't even question. You won't even question the mindset of what I have when I talk about shit like this. I become. But when I think about how bitches really like run game on guys, I get a little I get a little fired up. I get triggered. We're going to start talking about these Reddit posts dealing with a lot of these men. And more importantly, um, how these how these men, right? How these men become the way that they become. Guys have become bitter and rightfully so. Guys, for the most part, we just don't even deal with these bitches. We don't negotiate with these hoes. We stopped. We no longer allow negotiation with thoughts. We no longer have consideration for thoughts. Unless a thought goes up to you, spreads her legs and says smash, you should not pursue these bitches. They are problematic at best. Completely destructive. They don't care about friendships. That's why a lot of black bitches can't be around each other. A lot of women in general can't really be around each other in large proximity. There's always drama. There's always drama. There's always some back and forth gossip bullshit. There's always a story about one nigga's doing this. The other bitch is doing that. And it's all from women. They sit around one another. Gain intel. Right? They sit around one another. Gather intel. Gather information. Gather gossip. And then with the same person that they're with, they'll go with another group of friends and talk shit about the bitch that she was just hanging out with. This is another reason why when bitches talk about uh, women are problematic and women are about drama, so they hang out with guys, they are partially correct. When you start seeing, when you start seeing bitches, you start seeing bitches and fucking... um, and fucking, uh, 
in bars with groups of guys, right? The women think they're so fly. If you ever looked at a woman who's hanging out with a group of guys at a bar, it is the most cringeworthy shit I've ever seen in my life. It would be like a guy who's at a bar with a bunch of women, but the women, they're women he's not smashing. But he's talking all in a circle, smiling around them. But he's not really doing nothing. With these women, it's like the complete opposite. They hang out with these niggas as if she's one of the guys, but she's getting piped by most of the guys in that circle. You niggas need to start paying attention. I had to just drive around the city real quick. There's too many niggas in my vicinity. Keep it a fucking buck with you. But that's that's like... I never understood that shit. Because these will be the women who will soon... Who, who, I will guarantee you these type of women who are quote-unquote one of the guys... She'll be talking shit about those same men within five years. Tops. Tops. Because like I said, that whole tomboy shit, it started off as chicks who just did, chicks who were more athletic, right? Chicks who are like more in shape, women who are really about fitness. To, oh, I just hang out with a group of guys. Oh, well, these are just my friends. Guy friends. <clears throat> See, women aren't really trustworthy today. I brought this up before that a hoe will have a roster. A woman will have options, but a hoe will have a roster. Matter of fact, I didn't break it down like that, so let me put that down for the future. Um... Yeah, we ain't fucking playing around. I should have put my phone on silent. Who gives a shit? A woman has options. A hoe has a roster. Now, in the last recording, I talked about the hoe roster and the many men that are a part of that. Now, I'm going to flip it. Men who are successful, men who are good looking, men who pretty much have a combination of both, Men who are charismatic will have those same women. He just has to put in more effort to keep them around. You see me, I don't give a shit about having multiple women. I don't give a shit about having one bitch. I'm just going to keep it 1,000 with y'all. Yeah, I might sound bitter because I am. I'm not settling. I'm, I'm talking like these hoes now. Fuck it. I'm not settling for no bottom shelf bitch. I work too fucking hard. I put too much hours in. I put too much pain. I put too much pain and pressure into the process to just settle with some broken, some broken, confused, old, decrepit bitch. A lot of these women are like 26 years old, 27, 28, going towards 30. And they're already defeated. The wall, hellfire, and brimstone and destruction has came to these bitches early. These bitches are completely washed. 
These bitches done fucked around, rode the carousel way too early. Now these bitches looking for marriage at age 25, 26, because she's been getting blown the fuck out since 17, 18 years old. Back to back. These bitches are dysfunctional. 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 Educated woman means nothing to a man. Do you want to know why? Because the man knows that the woman who is the most educated is usually the woman who is most problematic. These are the women who are combative. These are the women who just argue and bicker. And they call that debating. These bitches just sit around in groups complaining about men. And these bitches ain't bringing a quarter into the process. These bitches are bums at best. Fucking bums. We hour 16 minutes in. This will be part one. Wrapping it up. We're going to share this motherfucker directly after just to let niggas know that I'm in this motherfucker. And I am coming with that heat. I am most likely going to do something within the next three to four hours. I usually take my nightly drive. And I think tonight will be a good night to do so regardless of how the weather is. I just got done washing my car. Even though it was just raining. But there was some things on the car that I wanted to deal with. And I'm glad I did that. But today, like I said, man, this is just, uh, this is not even really a day off, but it kind of is because I only work three and a half hours. You know what I mean? I can't really complain. You know what I mean? Three and a half easy hours, extra money. So next time a nigga gets paid, because this check, man, I'm telling y'all, this was a tough one. Always during the holidays, man. Always during the fucking holidays. I had to do a lot of running around. Luckily, I was able to do everything locally, meaning all the gifts for, you know, close family, uh, mother, father. I handled all that in one stop, one stop, right? One stop shop. Boom. Got everything I needed. And uh, a gift from my, my brother. Boom. Got that shit out of the way. And I wasn't able to do anything with my nieces and my nephews yet. So I told them, or I told my peoples to not tell them anything because I'll just get them all their shit towards fucking New Year's, New Year's Eve. So they won't fucking, they won't fucking expect it. So I'll end up doing all that shit. I have to do a lot of shit last minute. But for the most part, I'm handling all the shit that I need to handle. And when I ever get time, I try to do the shit that I want to handle or deal with the shit that I want to handle that may not be top priority, but just things that I want to get out the way. But um, you guys already know, man. Matter of fact, I don't know. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to be on here tomorrow. We're going to have a sermon tomorrow. We're going to have church. That's what we're going to do. I want to make church legit. You smelling? I want to make the church legit to where every Sunday I'm going to drop an hour and a half slash two hour 
sermon for the people who want to listen. Because I notice I'm getting a lot of heat on a lot of videos. I'm getting a lot of activities um, with the participation when it comes to the Sunday sermons and when I do church service. So I might have to bring back the chapel every Sunday. You know, I always, I always come with that heater, always come with the pipes, always come with the organs when I drop a message. But I think every Sunday we're going to start really hitting y'all upside the head. I mean, hitting y'all niggas upside the head with this harsh realities, with this game, self-development, the game of self-development within the red pill. I, I think that's what I'm going to have to start doing. Because... If if I if I really wanted to, I can just come on here and just roast you bitches. I could roast you bitches three times a week. Three times a week I can roast y'all. And I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think twice about it. And when I talk about roast, and I'm not talking about going on the podcast, I'm talking about going on YouTube. I can go on YouTube three times a week and roast y'all bitches. No problems. New Age Traditionalism, that's already a channel now, by the way. So it's no more Renegade Red Pill. Y'all go on YouTube, type in New Age Traditionalism, and that's that's where we that's where we really we 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 building it up right now. We we building we building the shit up right now. If we don't, if we don't What's going to end up happening is I'll just continue the podcast. And I don't mind continuing the podcast. It's just the fact that I'm only dealing with a short base on Facebook. So anything that I share, if it, if people don't just stumble across my my podcast just from happenstance, like, oh, well, who's this? Then a lot of people are going to get my information. So I have to go to YouTube when there's more opportunity for more people to view me check me out and then advertise the podcast on the YouTube channel and get a lot of traffic going back and forth. That's my goal. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm not fucking around. I can roast these bitches in my sleep. I wake up with information. Shit I just think about while I'm sleeping. Roasting these bitches. I think about roasting these bitches while I take a shit. When I take a shit every morning I think how am I going to roast these bitches in this episode today while I'm just struggling taking this shit? I, I can roast these bitches while cooking, cleaning. I, I can I, I can roast these bitches. I don't. There's a lot of people that already do it. I don't want to, you know what I mean, step on anybody's toes. But if I have to cook, I'll put the apron on. If I really got to swag bitches out, then I got to put on the apron, get on my Chef Ramsey, and start barking on you bitches. That's what's going to start happening. Because this shit's getting out of hand. This shit's out of pocket. You hear Kevin Samuels' perspective, but let's face it. That's a rich nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, No disrespect. He worked and grinded for his, but that's a rich nigga's perspective. We talking about regular, everyday, hardworking niggas. We need a place to talk our shit. Let these other niggas talk their shit and support them. But we also need to start really talking about what's going on in our backyards. 
the shit that's popping up on our back, on our front porch, bitch. Like, fuck this shit. I be getting tired of just sitting back. I get even more. I get even more amp when I listen to niggas. Like yo, like I said, um, Minister Jap right now. He probably him. Steph is cold, and Darius. They they really killing it right now. If you want to call it the quote unquote black sector, they're the ones that's running it right now, along with uh, Donovan Sharp. But eh, a lot of people are beginning to disappoint. A lot of people are beginning to disappoint. And, you know, we might have to get on to that when the time comes later on. But the Sunday sermon is coming down. The Sunday sermon is going down tomorrow. So when you guys listen to this tonight, realize. Tomorrow I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to get the John on. I, I had to put the. Uh, what is that shit called that the reverends and pastors wear? I'm going to have to have one of them joints. The black joints. You know what I mean? With it, with the big cross, with the crown in it. I need one of them that says Jersey Judah. We we want to start taking niggas to church on Sundays. You know what I mean? And of course, like I said, as usual, we get the cast iron skillet ready. the Your wok ready. Because we're going to fry these bitches. We're going to cook these bitches up. And see, this is something I find funny, right? You got guys that say, hoe, you can't save a hoe, can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Okay, cool. But at the same time, these niggas end up doing the information and aiming it towards women to try to help them, which in my opinion is the same thing as saving a bitch. But you're not simping in the process. See? Maybe a word, maybe a message. Maybe some insight can change the way that these bitches think and live their lives. And you could save a hoe without even putting your life at jeopardy, without even wasting money. It is possible, man. I know a lot of guys, they on some men's only shit and I get it. Bitches took over enough shit. I understand sincerely. But over here, especially with the new age traditionalism, we're going to incorporate a lot of women because the women are the reason why the message is what it is. Why not incorporate women? We're not talking about holding hands, singing Kumbaya. The fuck I look like. Female friends, in my opinion, are wasteful for men. Another distraction, but this distraction doesn't even give you reward. You just dealing with a bunch of wasteful ass bitches. And they'll deal with you. They'll fuck with you heavy if you have something going on because they want to be a part of it. These bitches are bums. They have nothing going on. They're non-productive. They're non-productive. So-called strong and independent. Except when it's the first of the month. They got their hands out for the man the first of the month. But these are the same bitches that will tell you they're strong and independent. This is a this just a fucking atrocity, like despicable, despicable. But we're gonna have to talk about the sigma male mindset with church tomorrow, because this is something I had written down Friday for the weekend or for next week. 
as you guys know, I usually do five days a week. But you know, this time we turn it up. We're going, we're going forward with more content. That's what we're going to do. Not just now, but going on 22, you know what I mean? God willing, 23, 24, 25, to infinity, or when it's my time to go, or simply put, when I'm done doing this podcast and shit. You feel me? That's when I'll go, all right, it's time to wrap it up. You know, I really want to continue the podcast because I do have vision or a focus or a purpose with this podcast. I have a purpose with my message in general, but my message will mostly be displayed raw and uncut here. Even when I go on YouTube, I'm still going to come with some fire. Shit, I might have to dodge bullets. These cocksuckers are going to try to cancel me. I, I already know. I can see it. And, it. and it puts a smile on my face. Like, I'm ready for the fuckery. You understand me? I'm ready for the fuckery. Because besides the message, these bitches and these simp-ass niggas can't say shit about what I'm saying. Or the women who will say the delivery. Bitch, fuck y'all. Y'all the most disrespectful people on this planet. Some of these women are the most disrespectful people on this planet. And they talk so much shit to men and they talk so foul to men because they know men have more sense to do anything to them. Even in a lot of cases, go back and forth. But they're going to come across that wrong guy, man. They're going to come across the wrong nigga and it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a fucking problem. And then she gets to play victim all over again. You know what I mean? She gets to play victim all over again. Equal this, equal that until punishment and uh, consequences and reprodu- uh, reper- uh, repercussions are involved. Then she becomes victim. Conditional femininity. Remember that. I'm not even going to put the audience in, man. We about the hour. We about an hour and 30 minutes in this bitch, man. We about to just wrap this shit up. Especially for a Saturday. Like I said, man, I be ODing on here. I be going the fuck in. But I, that's that's just what I do. You know what I mean? That's what I feel I need to do. So, you know, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, Saturday. And I'll catch y'all niggas the next day. Or if this is an older episode that you have checked out already, check out Sunday Sermon, which is the next episode after this. We're going to heat up. Until then, peace.